and welcome back to Give Me Five, the part of the show where I've got five questions for David Hoffman, who's joining me today. We we have five questions for each. We don't know what they are, but we will answer them honestly. David Hoffman, how are you doing, man? Is there, do you have any stubble left? Is there a, have have you grown anything in one day? Um, it's it's yeah, it's kind of it softens, you know, after a day. It, oh yes, yes. Yeah, do you, it's do no you, longer quite do you as facial rough. care. Do you do like lotion on the face, or I, I guess that that I, I really don't do facial. Sometimes I, I, it's actually, <laughs> I'll let you guys in on my secret. I get bad razor Ooh. burn. Ooh, I get yes. really bad razor burn on my neck. Um, and there's I don't even know what it is. It smells like, um, it was recommended to me. It smells like um the the, the razor burn smells the, like no 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 the the cream that I use <laughs> the cream oh, that I okay. use to soothe my razor burn is it, I'm pretty sure is the same stuff that you would put on a baby's butt. For, hey. for you know, when they've got you know rashes so going when on I, down there. So, so my, when I called you babyface, I was just being medically correct. I suppose you could say. I suppose yes. you could say. Yes, as smooth as a baby's bottom because he's been prescribed a baby's bottom cream. All right, here we go. <laughs> Give me five. <laughs> Give me five. All right, David. I do you happen to remember last week? Did I start or did you start? Because I, I want to be fair. I about have this. no idea, but you know what? For that baby's bottom thing, uh, you're gonna go first. All right, I'll take my punishment in stride. David, country music star Morgan Waller just announced his second chance to be the musical guest star for SNL come December the fifth. The country musician, of course, missed out on his first chance after he was seen at a bar in Alabama taking shots, kissing women, and generally partying without a face mask or socially distancing back in October of 2020. Uh, David, what is the biggest second chance you've ever been given? Okay, um... The biggest second chance. I... I okay, it, I, I don't know if it really counts as a second... Okay. So, a little bit of backstory here. Uh, I went to university for mechanical engineering, but always wanted to be an actor. And so, I sort of made a deal with my my parents that um, that I would finish my degree, uh, do as well as I could, and then move to Los Angeles, and they would, you know, support my decision. Um, God so, bless the Hoffmans. Right. Um, so, my first year of university was easy, as it... Um, is for anyone who does IB um, in high school. If you know, you know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> second year, I struggled so much. It was it was bad. I was depressed. Um, I, I I was it was oh. one of the worst years, um, and I did really really poorly. I was I had such low scores, and uh, actually um, failed one of my exams, um, which. In some countries is okay. At university, you can fail and you just retake it. In the UK, you get you get one you get you take it, and then um, if you have to retake it, you, you're you're basically capped. You don't have uh, you, you can't score very well, but you can oh, pass. Wow. Um, so so anyway, I had to retake it. Um, and so my final year, my third year, third and final year in the UK. That's third and final was uh was very stressful and i had to i had to do a lot of catch up and it was it was tough but i did really well in the end and i had a lot like i said a lot of catch up to do so very proud of myself for that uh so i was sort of given a second chance in that final year to to save myself 
you know, and and actually, because yeah. if I didn't do well, I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't have been able to move to Los Angeles and pursue acting. I would have been I would have been going back on my end of the deal. So absolutely, and meet me, and in the in between our shows, offer me advice about office chair wheels. Your turn, David Hoffman. <laughs> okay. Um, so I recently started watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Late, uh, I know. Yes. Um, wonderful show. Highly recommend if you haven't seen it. I've just finished the first season. Uh, don't know what to expect for the next six seasons, I think, but really enjoying it. Phil, have you ever had a run-in with the police? And what happened? Ah, uh, yes, I, I did. Uh, it was after uh, I just went to go see... What movie did I watch? I just watched a movie that particular night. I want to say it was... It was uh, it was Logan or something. I, I, I think I remember an X-Men something, tie-in. Something good. Something, yeah, something good. And uh, I just seen a, a midnight premiere of the film back when that was, uh, that was a thing. And so uh, it was, uh, you know, late Thursday night, more, more accurately, Friday morning, really. And I think this happened to cross with a, uh, a holiday of some sort. So uh, it was... It was either uh, New Year's Eve or Fourth of July. Again, this is this is wonderful details for this story, I'm sure. But anyways, albeit there was a there was an air of drunk driving around me, I'd imagine, and so I happened to drop my water bottle and I reached down to pick it up and drive with my thighs slash knees, and so uh, I got a cop pull me over. Uh, I see the lights, and I. I pull over and the way that I was taught I don't know I, I think that they're standard protocol but anyways I got off the highway and then I t- took my first ride and then I kind of parked it at, at the safest place so that way when we're driving down the highway the uh, cops aren't in danger of being hit uh, I take off my take out my keys I put it on the on the top of the dashboard and then I wait for the cop uh, yes sir no sir thank you sir and uh, and there's a second cop that pulls in for backup on me. I think this is standard procedure to have two cops for anything, um, but I was still shaken off of the off of getting a ticket this night for for swerving and and I, it might have been speeding. I really don't remember. Um, but he said, "Go home and have you know be safe." So I, I drive, once he gives it to me, I, I drive to the Circle K, which is a gas station, uh, take my first ride, and I just kind of get a drink just to calm my nerves down. And I, and I go back onto the highway, and as, like, within one stop, I, I go and I hear the, and I, I look back, and I'm like, what in the, and so I pull over, and he's like, hey, uh, you're, you're, and then he looks in, and he sees, oh, it's you. It was the second cop that had pulled me over. Uh, and wow. he's like, "Oh, oh, you're you're all right. Go ahead." Because I I think that he was about to pull me over for uh, for overdue tags or something to do with my license plate. And he was like, "Oh, you're you're fine. Just just go ahead and and uh, and go ahead." But I was pulled over twice in one night. Go ahead and do- go ahead. Go ahead and go ahead and go. So twice in one night, and uh, that was my last time. I think it was my first and last time. If I well, first and second and last time. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, David, it's right there. Or, or excuse me, it's um, so I'm gonna reach out and milk it for all it's worth. It's cow trivia with these two heifers right here. I'm gonna give you three cow facts. You tell me which is the fake cow fact. Are you ready, David? Yes. All right. First cow fact. 
Cows eat grain and grass exclusively, therefore any quote-unquote vegetarian-fed advertising on beef is just a marketing ploy. That's fact number one. Fact number two, cows can see almost 360 degrees around. And fact number three, cows have an average six teats. Which is the fake cow fact, David? Maybe this is a trap. Maybe there's like two secret teats. But I'm going to say six teats because I'm pretty sure there are only four. And he gets on the board for the right reasons. He there That is indeed fake. Here we go to the next set. Uh, first fact here. Cows cannot digest corn properly and it acts as a toxic, toxic agent to cows. That's fact number one. Fact number two. Cows have an acute sense of smell and can detect odors up to six miles away, David Hoffman. Six miles away. And fact number three, cows are very social and don't like to be alone. Which one is the fake cow fact, David Hoffman? I know that cows are, in fact, very social. Um, I, I think the corn one is false. So you're saying the corn one is the false fact? Yes. You're glad that you did. That is two right on the board, two for two. You cannot be any better in this game. I know my heifers. He knows his heifers. Move along, lady. <laughs> All right. Cows can't jump in the air because of the lack of density in their hooves. That's fact number one. Fact number two, cows have no upper front teeth. And fact number three, a cow has 32 teeth and will chew about 40 to 50 times a minute. Which is the fake fact there, Hoffman? No upper front teeth. I'm going to go with that one. You know, you're streaking, but no longer are you streaking. Put on some clothes, boy, because cows can't jump in the air because of the lack of density in their hooves. That's just fake. We They can jump and have a merry day all they want. All right, here we go. I forgot one about more to the get... cow that jumped over the moon. I should have known. Yeah, absolutely. How dare you? A spoon to you, sir. All right, next one. One more win ensures a win for you this week. Here we go. Okay. Cow tongue. Cow tongue is an essential ingredient found in most candies. Fact number two, cows spend about 10 hours a day lying down. That's fact number two. Fact number three, cows will stand up and lay down about 14 times a day. Hoffman, which is the fake uh, oh cow fact? I, that is tough. We've got a variety here. Normally, I put two together, but this one. I, I don't I want up. to. I don't want this to be true. So that the cow tongue in most candies. Like I'm You're not a vegetarian. That... I'm not a vegetarian, but I don't want. I don't want. I think candy shouldn't have cow tongue in it. Go on. That's the <laughs> fake one. I, I'm that, telling that's you. That's the fake one, and he's correct. He's got a winning week this week with three right thus far. Cow tongue. I just made that up. And then the last one. This is for a lot more marbles. Not all the marbles, just a little bit more. The first cow arrived in the U.S. in 1611 in Jamestown. Speaking of first cow, next one. There are approximately 98 million cows in the U.S. In fact, number three, three-legged cows average more milk produced than four-legged cows. Which is the fake fact there, David? Three-legged cows? I'm I'm gonna go with that one. I don't see any reason why they should if you if you cut off a cow's leg they should produce more <laughs> more milk. 
Yes, the cow drumstick was just a, a personal ode to Thanksgiving, and I thought it might it be produce, so odd. Produce less m- meat, perhaps. But <laughs> yes, but yes, not more absolute, milk. You're absolutely correct. You sniffed it out. Well done, and uh, hey, let's bury the beef. What do you say? All right. <laughs> okay. You're- All right, Black Friday is come and gone, and it is famed around the world for leading to violent stampedes through stores and shops, all for killer deals. Ah, Phil, have you ever punched anyone, and did they deserve it? No, actually. Uh, This is, uh, I feel, uh, is missing in my life, and uh, I actually do want to get into a fight. Probably something in a, you know... What What about scissor kicked? Have you ever scissor kicked someone? If I have, it's been accidental. Uh, I, How do you me accidentally a, uh, scissor kick someone? Oh, I guess it's not because I'm just thinking about. But but like, what's a half a scissor kick? Just like a you know like a vicious. Just like a. Just I a don't know. Kick down. I don't know. Uh, I I've re- I've wrestled with a, a mutual friend of ours, uh, the the other David, and uh, I I think I've kicked him once or I've I've brought him to the ground or what what have you. I think you were even party to one of these uh, wrestling matches but I've never actually gotten into a fight and I've act- I've very much wanted to just so that way I know in future if ever I meet that situation in real life and I'm not you know, I'm not faking you'll, it you'll I don't know how I to handle yourself exactly I don't know whether to be brave and just you know pump myself up and know that I can fight above my weight class or if I just need to strip down and run you know I I, I feel like there's only two extremes to go to and I, I just don't know at this current moment in time which is my personal best mode of surviving a fight. So um, it's it's a it's a big part missing from my life, but I aim to to satisfy that before I'm dead. So there we go. Anybody wants to fight me, you don't know where I'm at. So we'll have to set something up. Slide in my DMs. All right, David. <laughs> Singapore is thirsty for sand. In a recent Bloomberg article, Singapore has been shoring up their sand deposits in order to in order to ensure that climate change and thus rising water levels do not dissipate their ocean island nation. Since 2007, Singapore has imported over 80 million tons of sand worth more than $740 million from Cambodia alone. David, what is something that is widely perceived as useless or worthless that you could not get enough of or love? Geography facts. I don't know. Like, knowing, being able to name, like, most, if not all, countries in the world and and many of their capitals. Like, I don't are know. You, are, never, are you I've so... never found any use for that, and, and yet I'm quite <laughs> good at it. And I, I enjoy, like, I like taking quizzes online of, like, name... Name all the countries of the world. and So is it just pertaining to the labels of, of where everything is and territories? Or does it even go so far as to, you could tell me, the height of certain mountains oh, and volcanoes? Oh, no, and... no, that's, that's yeah, not not that. Just That's too much the, in the weeds for the you. Base, the basic stuff. Got it, got it. Well, no, that's still far more impressive than than what I know. I, I, I think just, I know where Texas is, but that's about it. It's just not useful, though, is it? I just got Not so much really. useless, useless knowledge in my head. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. Uh, your turn, David. All right. Here in the Netherlands, the weather is turning colder by the day. Yes. I'm not really a fan of the cold, unless I'm skiing. 
What are your favorite wintertime activities, regardless of snow? <laughs> well, I would be remiss if I didn't say my first favorite activity is my birthday. Uh, that is a personal favorite of mine, and you know everybody else who knows me. You know, it's just it's a fun day to be around. I just find it to be, you know, everybody seems a little bit nicer to each other. Am I going on too much about myself? I might be. All right. Uh, so my birthday. Uh, what else is in December? I actually okay. I actually do. I'm not a Grinch. I actually do love Christmas. I'm. I. I realize that there's a lot wrong with it. I understand that it's somewhat taboo, and there's a war that's there's a war raging on on the war on Christmas. So it's a it's a war within a war about the war, and I I realize that most people don't care whether or not you say Merry Christmas or not. Some people do care. Some people are very avid in their caring. I feel like the majority of people understand the sentiment and go along about their day and enjoy or Happy Hanukkah, whatever the season's greetings they may personally subscribe to. But Christmas is just such a wonderful time of year. I think if you buy into it, and I I do, and I love giving gifts to people more so than receiving because I I'm just I'm a horrendous gift receiver when it comes to if I don't Me like it. Me too. I, Me too. Oh, even I if I love a, it, even if I love it, I'm like, thanks. You don't show it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't like I I I'm always afraid that my my appreciation seems ingenuine and it's and it's not. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's even the weird gifts that you get that you don't appreciate at the time that later comes on to be a thing in your life that you a year later you'll be like that was the best gift I got all Christmas and I didn't I don't feel like I appropriately thanked you whoever gave it to me uh, at uh, correctly at the time upon receiving it so um, there's that and I'll, uh, a third thing uh, during the during the winter. I think one thing I appreciate is, oh, is hoodies. I miss hoodies when they're not around because I love that extra kangaroo pocket. I love having an extra set of pockets because I like to, I like to be prepared um, and have extra things so that way I have two of everything in case also, one thing breaks. It's also nice to not have things in your jean pockets. If you yes, because it, it gets so, it gets so convoluted and there's yeah, always it's that bulky and annoying. Yeah. There's always that month that marries, you know, winter and spring, and it's just in between where you kind of get too hot for, for hoodies, and you're kind of phasing in and out of between the two, and then there's just a moment where you have to, oh, I kind of have to cut down on stuff again because it all won't fit into my pockets. So those, It's also like those, chunky things like, like my AirPod case, which I'm holding right <laughs> yes. now, which like yes. it doesn't fit in my, like it, would, it feels awkward in my jean pocket, but as soon as hoodies come around... Straight in the hoodie pocket. Straight in the hoodies. Yeah, yeah. So those are my top if you three. Pick, I, if you want to pick my pocket, you know exactly where to go. Oh, yes. Yeah. Straight down Main Street Avenue. Uh, but yes, those are my top three. And I argue with anybody who says that a better list can be found. I say not, sir. All right. My turn. David, Black Friday has come and gone by the time we publish this podcast. But if I may take us back to Thanksgiving, I retweeted a tweet that shows some incredibly loyal gamers in Norfolk who skipped Thanksgiving dinner and instead opted to camp out, perhaps that's putting it too mildly, sweet out outside of their local GameStop in order to be the first in line for the Black Friday restock of the PS5. I say sweet because they rented and had delivered to the GameStop two separate beds that made the wait overnight just a little cozier. David, would the word to describe these gentlemen be genius? Stupid 
or in honor of one of our favorite words, bold. <laughs> of those three, I'd have to go with with bold. With bold. Bold. Yes. Desperate <laughs> might be another one. <laughs> Uh, it's just, it's amazing what people will do for, in this case, I don't even think that they were Black Friday deals. It was just a restock of what, what yeah, existing yeah, stock yeah. was. I don't think you I, find, find, um, large discounts on such, such a brand new product. Absolutely um, not. I, I, many people have searched high and low for it, but it, it won't be coming around this holiday season for those. It, uh, you're just at this point hoping for sticker price since the uh, restock market is a bear. It's a happy day for those of us who own Sony stock. Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And I, um, some some people have Microsoft stock as well, so we'll we'll enjoy that. Uh, your turn, David. Last one. It is my turn. No, it's not. It's not. Oh, more. I started. I started. You I did I, start. I, I forgot. I was naughty and got punished. Go ahead. How big dare guy. you? It's been a crazy year, and one of the things that has gotten me through it is music. Spotify just released its most streamed, streamed songs of 2020, which doesn't make any sense to me because 2020 is not over, but <laughs> I'm going to name artists and songs, um, and uh, you tell me if they were in the top five worldwide Ooh, for 2020. Okay. Worldwide. Right. That, that's going to be key here. Your first one is a song. So I've got songs and artists. The first one is a song. It is Mood by 24... Carrot Golden and Ian Dore. Was that in the top five stream songs of 2020? Hmm. Do you know the song I'm speaking up speaking I'm, of? I I don't believe I do. Oh wait, I think I think I am. Why are you always in a mood? It. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's too new. It's too new. I'm gonna have to say no, but it, I I'd say it made the top ten or fifteen. It may have. I don't know, but it did not make the top five. You are absolutely Wonderful. correct. All right. A song that we enjoyed together is Dance Monkey by ah, Tones yeah. and I. Did I that one that make the you. top five? I was driving around California in your car. The One of the three times that I did so, I was. it was a lovely drive, might I add. And uh, you introduced me to that song. Um, it, it, came up, of, it came out on the radio, I think. Yes, yes, but you turned that bad boy up and you said, ooh, that beat is funky. Uh, but was it a top five song? <laughs> Worst playing... lyrics ever. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but is it a top five song? Oh, man, you're just toying with my heart, but I've got to say yes, because it means too much for you to j just do me wrong like this. Yes. Yes, it is indeed. Well done. You know, I'm not sure it would have made the top five in the U.S., but this is worldwide, and yeah. it obviously did a lot better probably in other countries. All right. An artist. Drake. Was Drake in the top five this year on Spotify? <sighs> Man, I think... I think I know he came out with a with a new album, but I think it was later in the year. I and I can't imagine that there was too much Drake feels during quarantine. I'm going to go I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little bit bold and say be no bold. to be bold. I'm gonna say no to Drake. It's a swing and a miss. Your first ah. miss of tonight. Drake was in the top five worldwide. Good for him. He 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 was needing it. Alright. Your uh, number four, another artist, Halsey. Oh, um, again, uh, 
loved her performance on SNL. I don't even know if that was this year. It was. It was. Oh, God bless her. God bless her. Very attractive woman. Mm. All right. But, 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 we're not, we're not saying if she had top five attraction. Is she a top five artist? I will say, I'm going to go, yeah, yeah. You should be sad if, you, if you're wrong about this, though. You are indeed wrong. I'm sorry. She was not in the top five worldwide. But she should have been. She should have been, <laughs> daggummit. All right, all right. Okay, last chance uh, to to get a win tonight. Yeah, I believe the I'm song, two and two here. This is for all the marbles. The song is Roses, the remix by St. John. St. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's John without an O. St. John. Yes, yes, it sounds about right. Just to be clear, this is the remix version. The re- yes, yes, of course, the remix version. It was version. a big, big song this year, but was it in the top five? I, I may be showing my ignorance, but I've never actually heard the song. Or if I have, I'm not aware of it. But you know it's what? Kind of a dance number. Yeah, I, 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 I'd imagine that that does well worldwide because it dance don't need no translation. Um, I'm gonna go with, you know, what, the remix. The remix, yes, yes. The original, hell no. But but remix. And it's a to win five. for Philip. Well remix, done. Baby. It was indeed in the top five. Victory! Good victory. You, no man. losers on this show this week, David. No nope. losers. No, just a couple of mediocre winners. Mediocre heifers. All right, here we go. Finally, author Will McLean did something rather extraordinary in releasing his new book, The Apparition Phase, uh, Hoffman. To his first 1,000 books signed and sold, he signed them with his signature, of course, but added a singular word to go along with each introduction to the book. Thus, when all the words would be put together in the correct order, would create yet another story. It isn't completed as of the time of this podcast, but David, what's the greatest throw-in you've ever been gifted? Um, okay. Um... An now, for, for, sports, right. for the sports listeners of our of our show, a throw-in, of course, would be an added gift that was unknown at the time of being of great value. So uh, in basketball, this happens all the time. In order to make contracts match, they throw in a, a weird player, and the player actually comes to be a, an important rotation piece on a, on a championship team, a la J.R. Smith in basketball. Or in football, sometimes it's just a weird pick that happens to be a, a great player later on when draft time comes along. You never know. So, uh, go ahead, Hoffman. I'm going to give... I, I think I have an, a, a tendency to, to give kind of abstract answers to these questions. Um, <laughs> but oh, in 2016, when when my, my, when my ex-girlfriend and I split up, it was a very tragic time. In the end, it was what I would maybe consider a gift because... Clearly, we weren't right for each other. But her breaking up with me was gifted me a, was a throw-in opportunity, say, because I was supposed to fly to Brazil uh, for New Year's to see her. Um, and, and obviously, that wasn't going to happen. So it gifted me the opportunity, <laughs> the opportunity to rebook my flights for a trip around the U.S., and that was... Um, 
wasn't by any means my first trip around the US, but it was my first, the first time I'd ever gone to the US and like done multiple destinations. I got to visit mm -hmm. Boston for the first time. I okay. visited some family in Orlando. Uh, I visited LA for the second time before I had moved there and San Francisco for the first time, which was, yeah, it was awesome. So that was the opportunity to take that trip um, was, was, was fantastic. And so that was sort of a throw-in gift on top of <laughs> the end of the relationship, which in the end was a good thing. There you go. Well, well, yeah, no, you definitely made that leap of faith work for you. I, I'll, I'll accept your throw-in. I appreciate it. The ref, the ref is the ref has. Uh, I'm satisfied. Has ruled that it that it was a legal throw-in. Yes, absolutely. All right. All right. Oh, oh wait, yeah. Can I, can I say that I love that I'm getting football texts from you every Sunday? I love it. <laughs> I absolutely adore it. Yeah. Continue up. Quarantine has allowed me to really, really invest myself in the NFL season. Anyway. Uh, this, the, uh, the Christmas season is upon us again, seemingly so soon, as it was only two months before the first lockdown and the pandemic that we yeah. last celebrated the hol holiday season. Do you have any unique traditions in your family that you'd like to share? I mentioned this before, and anybody who knows me probably knows this. Although, actually, Hoffman, I, as I mentioned this, I don't, I don't imagine that you know this. Um, one of our weird family traditions is every year on Christmas Eve is when actually our family celebrates Christmas as far as opening up Christmas gifts and gathering around. Well, there's no fires in Arizona because we always have smoke warnings. Um, but uh, we gather around and open up presents. And um, in the on background... Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve, absolutely. That's very, that's very European of you. Oh, well, thank you, yes. Uh, we, we try to, to expand our horizons. Anyway, <laughs> um, but we, uh, we sit around and we open up Christmas uh, gifts. And on the background, our favorite Christmas movie plays. I don't know if you're familiar with this film, Hoffman, but Nacho Libre. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I realize it's not the first film people think of. I think I have heard you talk about this before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's an oddity of our of our family, but me and my grandmother went to go see that film when it was uh, released initially in theaters, and we loved it together so much. And my grandma is a is a devout Catholic, and I'm I'm not. But but we I certainly went to church with her multiple times growing up, so I can at least uh, appreciate the oddities and nuances that the film brings up in in joking fashion and we all year round all year round we we bring up you know the lord's cheeps and and we talk about you know toast and big hug little kiss and all that stuff it, it's it's quite delightful and me and her have single-handedly created a tradition out of it that my mother exclusively it feels like absolutely abhors every christmas so um we really got it all in that we, um, is it weird that we, we, I don't know what other, what the normal is, but is it weird that we all, everyone in my family, we're mostly adults now, is it weird that we all still get a stocking? No, our family actually does that as well. Yeah, because we when I was growing yeah. up, it was, it was only the kids who got stockings, but then like these days we just all, because we love, we love the stockings. Yeah, no, no, no. We, uh, our entire family gets stocking stuffers, and then uh, it depends on the the person. the The parents usually get about, you know, one gift from from the kids, and then that's fine. And then the um, they give each other a little bit more gifts uh, between the parents. But but yeah, no, no, no. Stockings, absolutely. Keep it in. Keep it in. I say, keep it in the stocking. 
That was my last one. Goes to you, Hoffman. That was my last one. Oh, that was your last one. You know, yeah. I, I loved it so much, I thought it came from me. So you're, you're, bravo. <laughs> bravo. Okay. Excellent question. Again, you're on, you're on a, you're on a roll here. I, I sat, I am satisfied. And you're on a bun. Answering question. Oh, well, thank you. I didn't think you'd notice, but yes, I, oh, di oh, different bun. Yes, pun. Ha ha. All right. That is all we've got for you today, the hearty listener. Thank you so much for for sticking around through puns and uh, questions and cows and all that. We very much appreciate your continued listenership uh, for David Hoffman. You guys can find me on Instagram, David Hoffman underscore actor, uh, double the F, double the N. You already know. Thank you, if you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> there we go. All right. And I'm Philip M. Ryan. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to listen to us next week where, hey, if there's another film about a cow, we are going to seek it out. You know what? Nothing says Merry Christmas like a cow, dang nabbit. Okay, maybe we'll, maybe we'll watch something else other than a cow. But we will watch something, and we will talk about it. And we will be back next week. Now, there's a promise right there. Thank you so much, and bye. <laughs>